Game to five. I need to tell people this. We don't have any like drops today that we can hear. So me and Steph have basically just been like making noises every time we think a drop is gonna happen. <laughs> and I'm hoping that when Steph edits this, she potentially puts in some of our noises and movements. Yeah, I might just instead of instead of the actual drops, just get us to record versions of this. <laughs> that would be a treat. Now that would be a service. There we go. Alright, we'll do that. Hello and welcome to another episode of Game Till 5. My name is Steph and I'm joined as always by my lovely co-host Nikki. How are you doing, Nikki? I'm good. How are you? I'm all good, thank you. Good. It's been a while. We were doing it just before Christmas last year. Yeah. Right. About a month. Yeah, about a month we've had until we did more recordings of The Voices and podcast nature. Yeah, we're, uh, we said we'd be back and we are back. Yes, yeah, see, <laughs> you said early next year. This is the first time I think we've ever fulfilled a promise. Yeah, I mean, this technically is still early this year, so I feel like this is still okay. Yeah. I so, was giving us until like April. April was fuck. still early this year. <laughs> then we've done very well. Yeah, in my mind, we've done amazingly. We have done. We've done well. Um, but yeah, so we have returned. We are going to do an episode, which we'll get onto in just a minute. We don't really have any news or anything at the moment. Um stuff is going along our only news probably would be that we are going to try and do monthly episodes because we feel like it's more achievable than a two-week episode like we were on before because we're shit and we're busy people and also we're moving into a house at some point soon and so we're doing that together because you know yeah and then eventually we'll have a nice room to do this oh, in yeah. rather than like half living room kitchen We're space. We're going to have a whole fucking room for it and it's yeah. going to be great. It's going to be a quieter road than I'm currently on so you won't hear yes. all the car shit that is about to go past yeah. right this second. Love a good car drive-by. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to try and at least do monthly at minimum, but we may still try and achieve a two weekly, but just basically just don't assume anything. And if you see an episode from us, just be like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Don't expect a lot from <laughs> yeah. us is what we're Have saying. Have no expectations of us, please. <laughs> and then be surprised. Yeah. Although Pleasantly. saying that, I feel like everyone's expectations of us are pretty low anyway, but mm. make them lower. <laughs> <laughs> if you can lower them, lower. Just please. a bit. So yeah, that's probably like our only news, I guess. Yeah. Um, and as it is the early part of the year, we're still in January as of recording this, we thought we'd do our normal early January episode and do our most anticipated games coming out this year, yes. which is always a bit of a weird episode for us to do, I think, because yeah. we normally talk about things we've actually played. And this is, I've seen a picture slash trailer and mm -hmm. it looked good to me. That's about all we have to go on. But I do find it's a really exciting one. I feel like a lot of people enjoy these ones because it is weird 
but it also allows us a chance to research games that we actually want to play and people can hear about games we didn't know that were coming out this year and that's cool. Yeah, I feel like we're providing more of a service than we normally do. We don't normally provide a service apart from talking to each other and recording it and putting it on the internet. So yes, this is more of a service than that. I'll take it. (laughs) I'll take what I can get. If we have any sort of crossover, which I feel might happen this uh I don't think occasion. so. No? No. Okay. Cool. Quietly confident but in if your lift. But if we do, a lovely gentleman comes out of the cupboard and does this. Oh! Yeah. So he's going to let us know that we've had a crossover. We've basically picked the same game that we're looking forward to in 2022. Um, let us get into the episode. Yeah, let's go. Leon Fonsterrible. What are you buying? How about a game of lucky hit? A three-headed monkey. Oh! go. Who went first? I feel last like time? I might have forced you to go first last time. Yeah. I feel like I tend I to do you, that. I think you did. I so throw you, you under the bus. So you get to go first this time. What right. is your most or least anticipated game this year? It's not my least. It's just my number five. List out of the list. <laughs> All right. So my number five game we're looking forward to this year is a game we have spoken about the the, the original the first one before um it is coffee talk 2 hibiscus and butterfly so we think we spoke about coffee talk i'm pretty sure we did yeah it is an adorable game where basically you make coffee and give it to people um it was made by indonesian based developers togue productions they have announced a follow-up to their well-received 2020 release coffee talk which i played a lot of in 2020 and i think that actually that that helped get my mental state uh, a lot better, in a lot of a better state than it was, I think. I remember I played this game a lot when I was working away um, remotely in Birmingham during the pandemic. It was a lonely time. I was living in a lot of hotels and honestly, Coffee Talk provided me like serious comfort. It is just an, a lovely game. Like it's basically a visual novel and it kind of has like lo-fi beats. That's like one of the most, in my opinion, recognizable things about it is the music and the way it looks. It's very pixely. Like, but it's very pretty pixel. Yes, it's yeah. not like really big pixel art. It's that really fine green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's played unpacking recently. It's yes, that kind of very, level. very similar, like modern, yeah. modern kind of pixel art. Mm. Um, so yeah, they are targeting a 2022 release date. Um, I think it's coming out on PC first, sadly. But I played it on the original one on Switch. You played it as well, right? I haven't. I oh have it on the Switch, and I have yet to play it. Hence my mental state not being as good as yours. Well, you should do it now. Yeah. Is the time? I'll get on it. Now is the time. Yeah. So from what I've seen, Coffee Talk 2 is extremely similar to the first one. But I don't think that's a bad thing in any way, shape or form. Because the first one hit the nail on the head. It was lovely. And if I'm going to buy Coffee Talk 2, I basically want it to be exactly the same as Coffee Talk 1. Which sounds ridiculous. But I just need more of that comforting vibe. Sometimes, no, sometimes all you want from a sequel is just an extension of the first game. Like you don't need them to improve most of the stuff mm. it, especially not a level of game that that is it's a very chilled game there's not a lot of m- crazy elements mm. or mechanics to it 
So you just kind of want more of yeah. the same peaceful kind of tone. No, that's really cool. So as well as sort of serving coffee and stuff, the kind of backdrop to the game is you are a barista working in a cafe, serving coffee and, or teas, not just coffee to people. Um, hot chocolates potentially as well, you know, if you're into that. Mm. Um, but the, the one of the cool things about it is you're not just serving it to people, you're serving it to members of very like different races. Everyone's like a different fantasy race. Like there's like succubus, orcs, vampires, werewolves, like cat people like it's very very kind of cool in that regard and uh you basically like follow their lives you learn about what's going on in their daily kind of shit you know i like learning about other people's shit because it makes me just not think about my shit for a second i'm like come in here and just spill your woes and they do and it's really interesting and it's really nice and although like some of it you could say is like somewhat mundane it's just it's a really weird thing to describe and i know it's not everyone's cup of tea if you pardon my pun um but for me, I just think it's just lovely. It's just, it just there's such a soothing atmosphere to the game. And yeah. the, the, the real, the coffee making side doesn't really, I don't really care for that that much. It's fun. You yeah. can make like little latte art as well. as like a little bonus, which is cute. But it's just kind of learning about the characters and kind of reading and just, just the whole overall thing of it is just, yeah, it's just wonderful. So the second one I'm super excited for, um, it's called Hibiscus and Butterfly, which I think is a tea so apparently mm. one of the drinks included because it's called hibiscus and butterfly one of the drinks new drinks included in the game is butterfly pt which i've actually had pt pt p p butterfly t butterfly p t <laughs> sounds like i'm talking about silent hill now <laughs> ah, um shocking so no it's butterfly pt which is actually a really nice drink i've had it it was really lovely i don't even know what the fuck was in it but is it was it like actually, it can't be actual butterfly p right because that's going to be, like... Wait, what are you talking about? Like, butterfly urine? Yeah. No, 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 no. Butterfly pee is a plant. Uh, oh, it's <laughs> pee. As in, like, sweet pee. Plant. Yes. <laughs> I know you're talking <laughs> about butterfly piss. Yeah, we just... We basically... You just get loads of butterflies to piss in a pot, and then you put it in tea, and that's butterfly pee. Look, tea. you lived in the jungle... <laughs> I don't know what you're drinking out there. Yeah, no, no butterflies were harmed in the making of butterfly pee. So, yeah, it's pee. P-E-A. But I remember from the first one, they had, like, some Indonesian specialty coffees as well, which is very, very cool. Oh, cool. Um, but, yeah, so it's the same old coffee shop. Familiar faces are apparently going to return, which is nice. I'm guessing that we can find out more about, um, like, Freya, who's one of the main characters in it. Um, and like the police officer and all that kind of stuff. And there's a newcomers as well, apparently, someone called Rihanna, who is an opera singer. I don't know Ooh. what they are in regards to their race, but yeah, I'm just, I'm excited for more cute, calming, soothing lo-fi beats and nice. making coffee. That sounds good. I have a fact about that de the developer mm -hmm. is the fact they're making a new game. Okay. Have you heard about this? Um, mm. They're making another game, which is another narrative based game but it's also um a musician like a musical kind of beat one called oh. after love ep that is set in jakarta amazing um, and stuff like this and it's done by the same people and um it looks really That's pretty awesome. really cute so i recommend checking that out yeah um, well. as well with your coffee talk thank you for a fact because i didn't have any facts so. i don't have any facts it's like literally the only fact you're yeah. gonna get this episode i think but. so yeah I, I was going to say like this that's literally it for me that's quite a short one a lot of mine are like this because sometimes it's hard to get facts about a game that's not even released yet yeah but um if you really if you're into like soothing visual novels if you like lo-fi definitely check out coffee talk and obviously coffee talk 2 coming in 2022 yeah one thing i think that we might do for this episode mm -hmm. um is if you are a part of our discord 
Um, maybe I'll collect all of the YouTube trailers um, for each of these games that we're talking about and stick them on our Discord. And then you can watch all of them and see what we're talking about. That is a great plan. We'll do that. Will you be organised enough? Yes. I'm going to put it out to the universe that 2022... Yeah, that's the year we're in. Uh, I'm going to be more on it for about five minutes a day. Okay, well, you heard it here first, everyone. Now you have to be held accountable because you said it on the podcast. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. That's I'll never you know. that's never helped us in the past. <laughs> you know, 2023, when everything's falling apart again. Um, right, my number five, after I've put this out into the universe, is um, another indie game. So we're starting off kind of indie, indie-based. I've gone with a game called Venba. V-E-N-B-A. Um, this is set to come out in November of this year by a company called um, Visai Games. I've not heard of them before. I don't know what else they've done. But um, it looks like a really cute game about uh, an Indian mother in the 1980s Canada um, who is cooking. It's basically a cooking narrative game. Um, and she's trying to remember recipes and stuff like this. She kind of put together some some cooking, basically. But you also follow her her husband and their son um i think you talk to each other and as well as doing all of these cooking recipes but it just looks like a really lovely peaceful games it was part of the wholesome games kind of group of games that come out every so often they sometimes release a bunch of trailers and this was a part of that um and it generally just looked like a really lovely time the illustrative style of it is really nice it's very like bright and colourful I think it fits well with like the narrative of the game um, and stuff like this and honestly there's not really much to say about it because I don't know much about it it looks like you get a little bit of a drama with it like through your conversations there's some you know nice wholesome conversations there's some slightly more heated ones because you are just following a family through stuff as well as doing all of this cooking but the cooking looks interesting it's like cooking mama with an actual substance and plot line mm. and stuff basically um, but yeah, it just it seems like a really lovely game. Like I said, it's part of the wholesome games and they normally mm. know how to put together a good wholesome list, um, I will say. Nice. I'm glad you put this in here because I did actually see it on my travels of looking at indie games releasing in 2022. And uh, yeah, no, I one that I saw and I thought it was pretty cool and I thought you'd like it as well. Uh, it probably does fit quite nicely actually follow up from Coffee Talk too, really, doesn't it? Because yeah. it's kind of a similar thing where you're kind of doing something, but then obviously there's the kind of story in the background and you're kind of moving with that at the same time as doing sort of task. Uh, it looks quite nice and chill. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think what I've realised is I really love narrative games, but when I find that they are almost solely narrative story and there's no other kind of mechanical feature there, I think I get a little bit a switch off because I've just been reading so much. Whereas these kind of games like Coffee Talk and Venva, this one, feel like because you have the cooking and kind of that extra element to do in between those kind of things or during those things, kind of helps you refocus again and go like, okay, well now I get to do this a little bit and then I'll go back to the story. And it just kind of breaks it up a little bit, um, which seems really nice. Um, but yeah, um, I think I think it was on a Nintendo Switch one as well so it might be on Switch I'm pretty sure it's coming out on Steam as well I hope it's on Switch it looks like a good game for the Switch yeah I think it will fit well with that kind of thing because again I don't think there's a lot of general like mechanics needed or button pressing going on um, so that's kind of it but yeah I honestly it's going to be super quick with this one because it was just a really lovely game and mm-hmm. um, I didn't know much about it but I hope to see more um, and play it soon nice okay we're going to a different vibe now. We're going to a whole different place. Yeah. Whole different planet for this one. Oh, goodness. My number four is Outlast Trials. Oh. 
So you've heard of Outlast. Yes. And Outlast 2. Yeah. Yes. So this is like the third installment in the Outlast series. It is a psychological horror survival video game developed and published by Red Barrels. Um, so yeah, it's the third one basically because we had Outlast 1, which I didn't play too much of. It terrified me. But yeah. I did play 2 and I played it on stream and I had a great time. Really fucking spooky game, but they're really well done. Um, this one, however, has a Cold War experiment vibes. Oh, creepy. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, scheduled for release, obviously, in 2022. Fingers crossed. I don't actually have, like, set dates for some of these. I just have, like, a broad time. General kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, so in Atlas Trials, basically, you've been abducted by the Murkoff Corporation to go through unethical experiments that modify your psyche and behaviour. But the cool thing about Atlas Trials is it's multiplayer. And you're going to play Ooh. it with me. Oh, God. <laughs> so it's co-op. Doesn't that seem like a treat? We will be taking... I'm saying we, because yeah. it's happening. We'll be taking on the role of test subjects referred to as regents, abducted by the Markov Corporation, and imprisoned in a secret facility comprised of a dozen warehouses and connected by all these different underground tunnels. Um, we're going to be thrust into a series of physical and mental ordeals and tormented by many people. And challenged alone or in teams, so you can play it solo, as far as I'm aware, um, to survive with our sanity intact. Um, there is apparently uh, lift sized models of real world environments yeah so like they've created these really cool like little like almost like test rooms Um, and in between the trials apparently you get returned to the sleep room which is nice because at least you get to sleep Um, sleep is safe yeah but no it's it's, it sounds really fucking cool I think it's it's almost like a prequel I think it's set before like the events of all the other ones because it's set quite far in the past from what I've read oh okay um which which is awesome because it does look very old timey. Yeah, well, I guess Cold War because the other yeah. Outlasts are more like you have phones and cameras and yeah. things like this, right? Like it's quite a. And I think you're kind of like yeah, it, it's definitely more modern. So this this one is definitely old time Cold War. So the multiplayer is one of the things that has enticed me so much for this game because you know without out like I I kind of was into them. They were good horror games, but they were very. They're, they're spooky. I think the second one for sure felt spookier than the first one. The first one just felt like, you know, I was running around a mental asylum getting chased by big naked men. And it was like a, it was a lot. Yeah. Whereas the second one felt a little bit more kind of spooky. It was still fucking brutal with some of the things that happened. Like some there was some of the shit that I experienced in Outlast 2. It was... I can't quite get over it, I'll You're be honest. Recovered. No, I've not recovered. Um, I think I would. But there was definitely like spookier elements. Whereas... Yeah, so I, 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 this one has just got me really intrigued. But the multiplayer yeah. side of it, I think, is, like, the biggest thing. Because, to me, there's not enough horror co-op multiplayer games. No, I think, to be fair, I say, oh, God. But actually, the only... I like horror games, but I can't play them. I struggle to get through them. I just... I'm such a wimp. I really struggle to play them. But what I like doing is playing them in a group or playing them mm-hmm. with somebody else. Exactly. I find that really enjoyable. So actually, this kind of sounds mm-hmm. good. I can get into this. Like, yeah. I'll be scared and I'll be terrible. But because I can laugh about it with my friends and talk mm-hmm. to them as I do it, it becomes easier to do for me. And I feel like I can actually just get through it. Because it kind of has something to take you out of it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You don't get super 
focused. I'm in my room by myself. Something's going to murder me. Well, you'll be pleased to know then that the co-op mode will have segments where the players will find themselves separated from one another. Oh, I mean, that's a wonderful time. But if I can at least talk to you while I... You know what I mean? Like, at least yeah. don't leave me. <laughs> we'll still be there. Um, but no, apparently the multiplayer is very flexible and so you can, people, like, you can play it in any kind of way you want. I'm not really sure what that means, I'll be quite honest, but... Um, yeah. All I know is that stuff will happen, shit will hit the fan, and you might end up on your own. But it will be a great time. Hmm. There's a weird word that keeps getting thrown around with this game that I keep seeing in interviews and stuff, which is um, Red Barrel's basically described the game as a bit of a TV series kind of game. Absolutely no idea what the fuck that means, I'll be honest. But um, mm. the jury's out on what that means. I mean, I wonder if it means because of the flexible nature of the like multiplayer and because the TV thing. I wonder if it's very drop in and out. It's very like split into segments mm. and episodic, like episodic, kind of a bit like uh, Left 4 Dead, Back for Blood, Maybe. R, where it's split into chaptery things and you can kind of do an episode and then mm-hmm. you know separate yeah. yourself. So maybe it's that that side of things. Maybe. It's not like an intense straight one through. I watched the trailer thing. earlier and um and it looks spooky as heck there was like mannequins and stuff as you do um yeah yeah, it looks pretty spooky i have like what it's not really a fact but i'm just gonna tell you that apparently the game was actually originally meant to be coming out in august 2021 wow but it it. didn't because of covid ah okay so they've delayed it until have they got a date on it or is it just still just 2022 but it's meant to be 100 percent this year so fingers crossed most of the games i've said will come out this year one of them probably won't but we'll yeah. get we'll get to that later we'll get to it to be fair <laughs> i shouldn't yeah. have put it in but i'm i'm being hopeful so we'll, anyway anyway. Yeah. anyway so yeah that is my number four outlast trials nice okay cool so my number four then is a game called sifu sifu s-i-f-u it is coming Thank out you. on oh <laughs> Sorry, continue. Uh, It is coming out on PlayStation and PC. And it's basically um, a game in which you play as like a young martial arts student. Uh, And it's a very like beat em up kind of narrative thing. Um, Apparently your family is murdered and you must avenge them. As in all martial art things started. Like that's normally the narrative. Um, I think you go through different factions you've got to go through it's a bit like from looking at the gameplay and watching it it's been described very as like if you like things like arkham the original arkham game Mm -hmm. and um a bit of sleeping dogs um it's a bit like that it's got those kind of vibes there's a lot of like very good flowing combat um the company that are making it is called slow clap um, they also made Absolver, if you've played... Or, I think you probably would have seen Absolver. The it's name like is fighting familiar. game. I think yeah. you'll recognise the picture of it more than you mm-hmm. might have played it. I've not played it, but I know of it. Um, it's supposed to be a very good combat kind of game. Um, and this looks really smooth. It looks really fun. It just looks like one of those games that just looks like it's going to be really satisfying to play and really good um, in doing the combat and stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure you can either play as a guy or a girl, so you can edit your character nice, which is nice that. but they have a really cool mechanic in it in which um if you make a mistake you can trade your life uh, to try again um and kind of learn from your errors and redo a section that's cool um the cool thing about that is though that you age um and then if you get too old 
you'll die and you have to start the whole thing over makes again. Makes sense. Yeah. You just get older and older. But it looks quite cool and they visually change how you look and all of this kind of stuff. So that's there's cool. some sort of extra element in there that's yeah, not just that's a really go interesting, through, like, die, everything. Dynamic. It's, I think it's going to make you think a little bit about when you kind of go into stuff and you're fighting. You can't just like button bash your whole way through it. Um, but all the combos and the fighting style and stuff just looks really fun. It looks very satisfying. I think it's going to be one of these games that I find really easy to just sit and play. I find this aging thing like a really interesting. That's the cool thing about it. I think that's what drew it to me. Um, yeah. Initially, was seeing the kind of your character, but you just watch them age. Because that's such a rare thing in game. I mean, unless you're playing The Sims, you yeah. don't tend to age in games. The only ones I've ever seen do it are like Sims and Fable did a bit of it. Oh but... yeah, it's a, it's a cool, it's a very underused thing, mm. and I wish it did get used more because yeah, I mean, end of the day, we all age and we all die, so. Happy, happy times in the start of the year from Nikki. <laughs> bit of wisdom for you there, if you didn't know. It's a bit of existentialism. We're all going to age and die eventually. And we will. So, so why not point? put it in a video game? Exactly. Um, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be out really soon, actually. It comes out on February 8th. So this is a game that is actually going to be out this year. That's good. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to get this episode out before then. Well, yeah, I told you. I'll get it in my money. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I told you. Five minutes. <laughs> progress. I'm going to do it. I think for once I've got a game that actually might come out. Cause I, I was going to say. Normally, whenever we do these lists, I pick games that I'm like, yeah. not sure if they're going to come out. They've got like the date of 2022 on them or the year on them. And they never actually come out. Do you know, I was pissed with this list because I actually put a game in my list that I realised I put in my last fucking list because oh, it hadn't come out yet and I went do you know what no fuck you yeah I'm not trusting you again I don't know when you're going to come I mean I've, I've put something in it which probably won't come out this year but yeah it's hard yeah. isn't it I mean I can't I, I should have really gone back and listened to our previous episode to see actually what came out but I, I meant didn't. to check actually because normally we do do that so yeah. we'll have to do that on retrospect for the next yeah. episode but we'll see um, but yeah so it should come out um, and I think it'll be a good time. I've got my PlayStation 5. It'll be a PlayStation 5 game that I get because okay. there's not that many to go and get. So I'll take them where I can. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's my number four. All right. Season. It looks good. It looks good. I like the art style. Yeah. I like aging. I don't. I fucking hate aging. Make it stop. So my number three is following along the lines of my previous pick bit of a spooky one because we know I love a spooky one you love a spook is Sons of the Forest oh cool yeah so Sons of the Forest is an upcoming horror survival game and sequel to one of my favourite games The Forest uh, by End Night, End Night Games um, the release date is set for May 20 yeah 20th 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 May 20 <laughs> okay there's too many 20s May 20th 2022 as revealed in the developer's latest trailer so you never know there is still room for disappointment but i always find if they've got a set date with a number the delay means that the next date will also have a number within the same yes. year you know what i mean it like moves a little bit yeah. it doesn't move hey by the way we're gonna move it to like next year mm -hmm. so. i've noticed so far all my picks are not new games so far oh sequels yeah you're, you're enjoying a sequel this I year i do i do mm. um so this is a sequel to the forest as i said um which is a game basically where you're kind of stranded on this this foresty island well it's called forest so it would naturally be set in a forest um basically an island and there is many spooky things happening i say spooky it's more just horrific 
I'm not going to give all of it away, yeah. but it's like a survival game, effectively, where you're in a forest and you're having to survive, eat, drink water, and not get killed by crazy people. Defend against the inhabitants. The inhabitants of the island, yeah. yes, if you can even call them that. Mm. It's really fun. It's, it was originally, obviously, the first one, it was a co-op multiplayer game, which was amazing, uh, but it was also just as great solo. Uh, really cool game. So I was very, very happy when I heard Sons of the Forest was coming out. Um, however, there is very little information about the game itself at present, really. But luckily, like the community have speculated a lot from the trailers. I think there's been a couple of trailers. I think there was like the announcement date trailer and then a teaser. Um, the people, but you know what people are like, they literally watch a trailer and they're like, oh, look yeah. at this little thing in the corner of the screen. Um, and so they get loads of information, which is great because then I don't fucking have to. I'm not actually a very good trailer watching person anyway. Mm. I tend to just wait for the game. I'm weird like that. I'm like movies. I don't like to watch a movie trailer. Movie I just trailers I watch... won't do. Yeah. I agree. And it's weird with game trailers. I find that I'll watch one as long as I know it doesn't have gameplay in it. Mm-hmm. It, unless I know, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't, unless I really need to know what the gameplay is. But I say that, but I also, growing up, I did used to watch a few programs on British television that were like video game sh- talk, well, talk, not talk shows, where they would show like upcoming games and they would show clips. And I really loved that on like a Sunday, but then I just didn't really ever see them anymore. And then I was like, well, I just don't want to sit on YouTube watching. Yeah, I, there's a line of them, right? It's mm-hmm. the same with movie trailers. It's like teaser trailers are great. And anything lightly gives you a little bit of clip. You kind of get an idea yeah. of what the gameplay is going to be. Great. You start going over two minutes and mm-hmm. you start telling me like this giant thing about the oh, first yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 minutes of the game. Oh, I want to know. Yeah. Also, I've got a very small attention span. Mm. Um, so the second to last trailer, I did watch this one. And you kind of crash again, similarly like the other one, onto an island full of bizarre creatures and cannibals. But it looks freaking beautiful so it looks like the graphics have had a total override um they're so like not that the other graphics weren't great but this time round, like i even thought i was like fucking hell this is amazing it's like really just smooth and lovely yeah so i was like well i may be getting killed by crazy inhabitants but it's going to be beautiful <laughs> at least the scenery is going to be nice yes. while i die to be fair though to the forest the forest came out early access mm. a long time ago now yeah. let's say like it 2015, was 2015 yeah i think yeah. i bought like the first little like mm-hmm. uh whatever it was the early access part it of was it. actually yeah it was it was yeah it was definitely a while ago it so been, like last generation almost so on it's, consoles all of this kind of thing it's held up but they've yeah now looking at it, it it does look incredible um apparently there is a gap of eight years between both parts i'm now wondering whether that is meaning the old game or the new mm-hmm. game I'm not sure. Not Maybe it, I'm not. Recently. <laughs> I haven't fact checked my uh, information. So it might be eight years later in the game history, or it might just be eight years ago that the original game released. Look it up. I'm not Could going Could be both. To. Could be both. Um, but yeah, apparently the AI of the game will be much more advanced as well, and the behaviors of the characters according to their mood will have a great role to play. Mm. Interesting. Um, there is going to be new characters and enemies. I noticed there was. In there was a female like survivor woman, so in must have been someone playing multiplayer, which is amazing because I don't know if you remember because you played the forest, haven't you? Yeah. Um, when you spawn, you only ever spawn as like a dude. Yeah, that's it. A guy, like it's generic man. Yeah, man land. Man, yes, it's man land. Um, where there seems to be females, which is great. Which I don't know why that wasn't a thing anyway, but that's fine. 
Yeah. Um, and she also looks pretty cool, like fashion. I think she's got some fashion. She's got some good on. fashion. So if, they, if they've introduced fashion, like proper fashion, not just oh, yeah. like picking up a leaf and putting on your leg. Yeah. I'm talking like real fashion. That'd like be great. Craft that f- yeah. fashion. Although saying that in the forest, you could strip the air hostess naked and steal her air hostess outfit. Okay. And you could also wear like dressing gown and tennis outfits. So I say there wasn't yeah. any fashion, but really. They're just, you know, maybe more fashion available. Yeah, this more time. varied fashion and ones mm. that you don't have to dig off people's corpses. Well, yeah. I also noticed a weird two-bodied inhabitant. Interesting. So obviously I, I have mentioned the forest before because we've spoken about, I think we spoke about it in the my favourite well, my yeah. favorite monsters, I think, episode. So there is weird, weird monsters and there's the spider lady and all that kind of weird shit. Um, but yeah, there was a weird two-bodied cannibal who looks, he's very long, he's a long boy. A long boy. He's oh. a long boy and he looks terrifying. Um, apparently there is there is digging now and new crafting and stuff. Digging apparently you can like dig traps and you can dig into some cave entrances and possibly bury bodies as well supposedly okay um there's more crafting stuff crafting looks very advanced now yeah you can like chop away some like fence walls and stuff to make them pointy like there's loads of like it just seems just very advanced more armor war like benches all that kind of stuff which is cool um the cannibals sorry the inhabitants sorry spoiler they're cannibals um have like they look kind of fashionized as well oh so they've also got cannibal fashion fashion. (laughs) what is cannibal fashion i imagine it's pieces of other people well before that's what it was but in this one they look like they're like proper like wearing some gold and stuff oh sweet (laughs) they've upgraded their fashion too it's been an eight long eight years um so yeah apparently you can also get solar panels for your base building very cool interesting love a bit of you know renewable energy yeah i was gonna say did did the original forest have any sort of like electrical stuff you could make or is it mostly just things out of sticks so. and leaves you know what i mean like i think so based i mean you could make some cool shit like a church and a zip line but most of it was pretty basic yeah so that's cool so there must be yeah there's gonna be some advancements in technology by the looks of it heaters as well nice so, okay cool. um log flooring fancy i mean that's what you want in a house <laughs> Let's just um put it there, now. there is also apparently a 3d printer what <laughs> I don't really understand. Surely that's a cheat. Surely, like, oh, I've got a 3D printer. I can make whatever the fuck I want to I survive. Don't, I don't, guys. I don't know where these facts have come from. Let's be How real. How are you operating a 3D printer without a computer? Well, that's the that's the spoiler, isn't it? Maybe there's yeah. a computer in there somewhere. I mean, maybe there's a base somewhere mm. that you find. We don't know. There could be anything. Well, this is it. So I'm I'm not really spoiling anything because it's in the trailer, but anyone that's played The Forest or knows anything about it, at the end of the most recent trailer, there is a little segment at the end where you see two people and they are shooting cannibals and one of them is like, Meh. Uh, and one of them says, get down, son, to the other one, which is an interesting development. And I wonder if we're going to find Timmy out about ball. Timmy. Yeah. Well, who knows when this is set then? Looks about eight years, I reckon. Yeah, yeah because at the end, we finished The Forest. I watched you finish it. Okay. At the end, you know, the sun that you're looking for, there is some sections where you kind of see what happened. Trying to be really spoiler-free at this point. Um, And so I guess, naturally, we are going to find out kind of what's going on. I'm assuming it's the same island. I'm assuming we're finding out what's happening to Timmy and and Dad and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I just thought that was a little interesting thing. Yeah. Quite cool. That is interesting. 3D printers, cannibal fashion, ladies. Done. (laughs) 
Sold. <laughs> That's it. I'm number three. Excited. I like it. It's a good number three to have. And I know how much you enjoyed the mm. original Forest. Okay, cool. Um, so my number three that um, is going to come up now is going to be Redfall. Don't know if you've heard or seen this one. Um, so this is due to be released in summer of this year. Um, it is described as an open world co-op shooter uh, in which you play as a group of survivors or a survivor um, stuck on an island town of Redfall, Massachusetts. Um, this place is currently under siege by vampires who have blocked out the sun and uh, you're stuck on the island with them basically. Um, it looks like a really good time. Um, there isn't really like a full gameplay trailer yet but there is a really lovely put together um, story kind of into like a you know starting trailer um it looks really cool you have lots of different people who seem to have some varying different kind of powers um there's some really interesting weapons they've got you've got like normal guns but as you're fighting vampires um they've kind of got some stuff that looks a bit like uv crazy umbrellas they've got some stake guns some stake stuff um all of these kind of really cool looking items and stuff um, as well as all the vampires that you currently see in the trailer who I would say look um, I don't know they've got a certain look to them they all seem really long and stretched out they don't look like just normal humans long they're very long boys they're all long <laughs> actually I think they're all women the ones in the trailer which is great long girls um, there's long long ladies <laughs> long gals um, and they kind of all look very interesting they all seem like they might have different powers the way that I think this is going to end up being gameplay-wise is probably a cross between Left 4 Dead and also things like Dying Light. Yeah. Um, the open world thing makes me think more Dying Light than uh, Left 4 Dead. And mm -hmm. as it's a co-op, you kind of have that nice kind of everybody can play. Um, I would say I would recommend looking at the trailer. It does look really fun. Um, it's made by Arcane and Bethesda. And Arcane, I was going to say. Arcane made uh, the Dishonored series and Prey um but yeah they've just made it look really fun and i think recently i feel like i've been getting more and more into doing co-op stuff and especially if there's anything that's going to be co-op but with more narrative because obviously everything recently that's out and that's out around at the moment has been very focused on just gameplay it's i wouldn't say there's a lot of narrative stuff around um or anything that goes in slightly more in depth so this i'm hoping kind of has that feeling to it um I'm hoping you can kind of almost make your own survivor as well. That would be really cool. Mm. Uh, especially the kind of design of some of the characters. I'm hoping they have quite a cool fashion. So I'm hoping you get a lot of that kind of slightly more alternative, cool looking stuff. From what I on. could see, it kind of looks like it might be a bit back for bloody in the sense of you kind of just have to pick a character, but you might be able to customize the fashion. Yeah, it's weird. I can't quite work it out from the trailer because yeah. obviously they've got the characters on the front of it. Um, but there's quite a few of them it's not like there's four mm, um, that's true. and things like that and in the trailer they don't really say like I said it's a lot of speculation at the moment because there's no real other than open world you know shooter mm. this is why I said I think it's going to be a little bit back for blood mixed with uh, Dying Light so mm -hmm. more open world of that but maybe you get more of a yeah. you know you pick a pre-made character I've got to say powers. this vampire trope is actually incredibly underused yeah thinking about it when as soon as you said it I was like that's really not something that's been touched in a while. Like, I feel like, you know, vampires got really popular at one point, but I don't remember there being that many vampire games. Don't get me wrong, I know there's vampire games out there, but really, it's not a common theme that we see very, very often. So I think that's quite interesting, and I'm intrigued. Yeah, because I think, naturally, 
especially with co-op shooters, you go zombie, and there are quite mm. a few zombie shooter games. I think there's even another new zombie kind of apocalyptic game coming out. Like you said, it's rare that we really do get a post-apocalyptic, but with something other than zombies, yeah. um, but with humanoid forms. And this kind of seems like it's going that route. Like the story of that you're stuck on this island with you know vampires and they've done this thing and they've got different powers i think that's what makes me think um back for back for blood is because you see some character um you you see in the trailer different vampires and at one point they go oh this is a new one we've not seen this one before so i think they're hinting towards the fact that there are different types that might be kind of a cool feature that they they put in but um yeah i'm really hopeful like i said i do really like the company that make it i really love their character design because even if I get a pre-made character from them, the way that they do the art for characters, I think, Prey and Dishonored, they just kind of look cool. They have a very they do. interesting art style, I think, their games, where it's like realism, but not quite. Um, and it just puts that slight interesting edge on stuff. Um, yeah, so I'm just really excited. Um, it's one of those things where if you've excited me and I haven't seen any gameplay, I feel like you're going to get something. So unless you drastically change what I think the game is, when it does get revealed, I think I'll I think I'll be into it. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's my number three, Redfall. I'm excited. I hadn't really, apart from obviously quickly googling it when you're talking about it, I hadn't really heard of this one. But Bethesda being involved has intrigued me for sure, and also vampires. So yeah, yeah. That, I'm I'm happy to like learn. I'm learning about games coming out in 2022. Yes. I one thing to add actually about this one is I think it's gonna be an Xbox PC thing exclusively cool. because of the new Bethesda Microsoft deal. So if you yes. have Game Pass, I think it's going to be exclusive to Game Pass when it comes out, which is very cool. Nice. Love it. Um, yeah, that's it. All right. Number two. So my number two might be a crossover, but I don't think it is. I don't think... I don't know how much you'd be into this, so we'll see. My number two is Stray. No. Okay. I do know it, though. A lot of people, I think, have yeah. cottoned on to this. It's been, it's been announced for a while, but... Um, so if you don't know, it is an upcoming adventure game developed by Blue 12 Studio and published by Annapurna Interactive, um, who we like a lot. Yeah. Who They made like last lot 12 minutes and what remains of Edith Finch. They are very good. Um, this project was apparently formerly known as HK Project, but it is about a cat. Um, the game is scheduled for release in early 2022, so we don't have a set date yet, but yeah. So yeah, you've probably seen pictures of this everywhere. It's basically, if you've seen any picture of a cat in an abandoned, like, city, kind of cyberpunky, like, Tokyo kind of looking, um, you basically, yeah, it's in, it's in the name, you play as a stray cat, which is right up my street. Any game where I can play as a cat just sounds freaking wonderful. It does look like a lovely time. Like, why is there no more? Why is it? I know there is why games is that a you can. Rare thing? Yeah, like I know there is games you can play as cats, but like this one, just the way it's been done looks amazing. It's not just like you're a cartoony cat in like a platformy game. It's like you're like a full protagonist cat in this like real life city. Yeah, I just want to be a fucking cat, you know. I don't blame you. It seems like a lovely time. Yeah. Um. So basically you are a stray cat who falls into a world populated by robots and you're setting out to return to your family it's third person um it has apparently open world elements with a focus on kind of atmosphere exploration and art which is really cool and you can kind of mm. see that in all the trailers and the art and things um so you solve puzzles to progress the narrative including moving obstacles and traversing platforms and you're accompanied by a drone companion named b12 who can assist by translating the language of the robots and storing items throughout 
Um, and there is there is an enemy though. There is there is violence sadly oh, no. for the for the poor cat. Um, there are enemies called Zerks who will attack the player in vicious swarms. I have seen them. They are a bit weird, but they're not too bad. Like I think there has to be some kind of antagonist in the game. There needs to be some sort of threat. You yeah, know? but I I think mostly because you are the protagonist, you are the cat. You're probably going to be fine. Um, well, hopefully I I bloody hope so. I can't I can't take any any cat death. Um, no, that's not what we want. But I, to be honest, I don't really have that many facts or much information aside from that, other than it looks really nice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen, yeah, I've seen like the trailers of it. I've seen all the pictures and it's one of those ones where most lists that you Google, if you Google any sort of like most anticipated game. Oh, Stray's up there. Stray's up there. Stray keeps coming up there. I think people love a cat. Um, And you're right. It does look like this really cool cyberpunky thing i think you know cyberpunk was such a disappointment for people so i think anytime where you get that kind of cyberpunk feel but somebody's doing something interesting with it i think people are like you know what there's an itch that wasn't quite scratched by what we thought it would be yeah so i think people kind of latch onto it a little bit more and weirdly if it ends up being a cat game great it it definitely does have cyberpunk vibes which i still never played um yeah i i I just like i said i I don't know too much i don't want to know too much i don't know why this cat is doing what he's doing or who his family are and i'm like i don't want to know just yet because i'm like i feel like there's going to be a lot of interesting depth to the story in regards to that but yeah it just looks fucking wonderful you play as a cat but i have a little i have a couple of a couple of bits of information about it not very much um just that apparently blue 12 co-founders Cooler and Viv began working on Stray as they wanted to pursue an independent project after working at Ubisoft. So they both come from Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, after they shared some footage from the game on Twitter, Annapurna Interactive reached out in April 2016 to publish it. So it's been going on for a little while. Okay, cool. So it's not like, yeah, somebody's been developing it for a while, yeah. but it's, yeah. Um, but apparently one interesting fact I found about Stray was that it's heavily influenced aesthetically by Kowloon Walled City, um, while the gameplay experience was specifically inspired by the founders cats um, Murtau and Riggs which I thought was amazing I like Cute. any anything that's like real life inspired by animals especially the pets of people that own them and they're making the game I think that's really cool um, but Kowloon Wall City was apparently so it's a real life was a real life place was an ungoverned and densely populated de jure Chinese enclave within the boundaries of Kowloon City British Hong Kong it was originally a Chinese military fort and the walled um, city became an enclave after new territories were leased to the United Kingdom in 1898. Have some history, everybody. That was a lot to get out of my face. It was. Um, but it's a really, actually quite an interesting thing to just randomly read about because I didn't know anything about this. Um, but apparently, like, its population decreased dramatically following Japanese occupation of Hong Kong during World War II. Um, but then it got demolished. Oh. Um, but from the 1950s and 1970s, it was controlled by like local triads, and there was high rates of uh, prostitution, gambling, and drug abuse. But yeah, from what I can see, <laughs> it was demolished, and now it's a park. Oh well, that's kind of I nice. think from from what I read, but um, it, I think it did continue being kind of a civilization for a while. But yeah, yeah, supposedly it's it's influenced by that. Nice. Long story short, that's an interesting influence there for a cat game, but I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I just I haven't really got any facts for any of this top five, so I just thought I'd like fucking rail that weird Hong Kong fact. Good, <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate a weird Hong now Kong. Now you fact. know when you play the game, you can be like, oh, Kowloon Walled City. Okay, information more information on Wikipedia. Anyway. <laughs> So, so yeah, I, I have nothing else to say aside from cool cyberpunk cat game. 
I, uh, I, as I said, not much else to say. It right. looks fucking cool, and every everyone's gearing for it. Yeah, and I am no exception. Nice. Yeah, I think you're right. I do keep looking at it, so mm-hmm. I, I would like it to be a good one. So I'm glad you've mentioned mm-hmm. it. All right, my number two. I think my number two is going to surprise you that I have this in my list. Mm. So we'll see if it's a crossover. My number two is Starfield. Okay, interesting. Um, so Starfield is the upcoming Bethesda game. Um, that I am determined is going to be my Bethesda game. It's going to be the one that I get into. I cannot get okay. into Skyrim. I cannot get into Fallout. Starfield's going to be my one. Um, it is Bethesda's... Basically, Skyrim is space, is how they've described Starfield. <laughs> Did I not know this game existed? Did I'm you s- not? No. Seriously, you need to look at it, because it looks... I was Googling lit. everything about like games coming out this year and games I thought I'd be interested in, and I've never heard... Of basically a fallout in space. Yeah. What the heck, man? Tell me more. So it is a uh, set in an area that extends outside our solar system in approximately about fifty light years, called the Settled Systems. They've set it in. Um, it's around the year twenty three ten, so well past our years. Um, We'd and be it's, dead. Basically, there are two factions in the game. There's United Colonies. Yeah, thank. I'm just ignoring you. Said we'd be dead. United Colonies <laughs> and the Free Star Collected, who have basically started a colony war. Um, after the colony war is when the game is set but obviously things are still uneasy there's still a lot of tension around there um, and you basically take the role of your own little character as you do in all of these things I think you'll be able to customise and set up your own character um, who's a member of the constellation who is an organiser of space explorers um, apparently it can be played in either third or first person so similar to some of the other um, games I think can you do that in Fallout can you play in third or first yeah so again, it's very similar to all of these things. Um, Todd Howard, Mr. Mr. Bethesda, has described it as Skyrim in space. That's the kind of vibe that they're going for. Why can it not be Fallout in space? Why is it Skyrim in space? I think because the idea is more around exploration. They've kind of said that this is quite an exploration game. There will be combat. There will be... You can explore in Fallout. What's in Todd Fallout? talking about? I don't know. Maybe because Skyrim is the one that is more on every popular. fucking thing. And it's yeah. more popular. And everybody knows yeah, the word fuck you, Skyrim. Skyrim. And everybody... I have to say, in the in the games industry, it's a bit of a joke of like Skyrim. We want to make Skyrim, and you say we want to make Skyrim. Anytime you want to make a big open world expanding game, that's just kind of the term that you use. So to say Skyrim in space is quite like a I funny get it. kind of stupid people. Thing to it's say. probably more of a popular thing people would like yeah, tag on to. It's fine. It's not not to diss on the Fallout. There will be Fallout elements, I'm sure, because it's Bethesda. Um, but it looks much if you look at all the images and stuff that they've produced of this there's a little bit of a teaser trailer there's a little bit of art that they've released um it i have to say it does look like a brighter shinier happier version of their world because i find the bethesda worlds are a bit brown you know (laughs) how dare you skyrim is brown and grungy skyrim is gray we discussed this Skyrim is gray (laughs) and fallout is brown Two of them aren't very happy places to Mix wander around. Mix those two colours together and you basically just have poop. Yeah, exactly. Starfield doesn't seem like it's going to go this way. I've kind of said, I think I'll attach to it better because of the nature of what you're doing. Um, they've said that things like ship combat is not off the table. They might have ship cam- combat in there. There's a lot of might-haves and a lot of not a 
bunch of information about this game considering they're set to come out in 11th of November yeah, this year. Yeah, I saw that and I thought, I don't even know this game existed. Yeah, so. I think, to be perfectly honest, they've kept a lot of it under wraps. I think this year will be the time they start releasing more and more info. What I do like about Bethesda is I feel that Bethesda know when to release information and when not to. Because I find that people try to release information about games way too early. Before they're ready, really. And then there's this pressure for, when's this game coming out? When's this game coming oh, out? Oh yeah, for sure. I agree with that. Yeah. And actually, they don't have anything. So I think the less you announce until, you know, it's definitely set, you've decided on everything, everything's kind of gone working, you kind of give yourself a little bit more development time. Mm. Because you just say, you know what? This is kind of what we want to be in here. This is how we think it's going to work. And... It's my whole thing of, like, we've had a bit of a conversation about it before, of that expectation of a game versus what the game actually is. And I think you're safer if you stay less. Because yes, people agreed. don't make their minds up about it. And I think No Man's Sky is testament to that. And I think Bethesda do a really good job at that. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I would watch some. I would watch the clip trailer of it. I don't feel like it feels super Bethesda-y as you would naturally know, um, but I think that's kind of a good thing. That's for not it. always a bad thing. I do find I doing wrong. I love Bethesda and I I love Fallout, but sometimes I find there is a, Bethesda just looks a certain way sometimes, yeah. and I don't always think it's a good thing. I don't always think it's. A I good think this thing. is my thing. I'm not into exploring a super grungy world. Yeah. Because why would you? You yeah. know, um, they. You know the looking at the development stuff for them and things like this is um uh, a lot of the people have gone to a lot of space wings i think they went to visit spacex to just... i was bad to mention i was quickly reading that he visited elon musk's yes yep. good old spacex and elon musk let's just ignore the elon musk part and just focus on the spacex part of it um <laughs> but they've also got i think they even got rights to star trek and things like this like cool. because they wanted to build a space game but they weren't quite sure what they wanted to build mm. and i think if it's kind of in that it's kind of in that star trek realm of I mean you love Star Trek I love it it'll be my game um so I'm very excited for this game it's one of those games where I have a lot of high hopes and I don't know whether that's misplaced or not but it seems like a a fun time again because there's not even really much of a trailer I can't tell you much about it but the description and yeah it seems like a good time my mind is blown Mm. I can't believe you didn't know about this game. No, but this I just shouldn't be on a video game podcast really should I I am I am that un in the know that I didn't even know that there was a there's the space game coming out, which I'd probably be super into. Didn't even fucking know. And I'm pretty sure it's been announced from like 2018, 2015-esque from what I can see. It's been in development since 2015. I think we've known about it for, since 2018. Where have I been? Fuck knows. I don't know. In you space. need to get you to watch more E3 releases. I, I'm so shit. Like, I'm so shit at watching gameplay trailers. I'm just like, yeah, tell me about it. Like someone just, someone would like send me something. I'm relying on other people. Just I because. should start filling you in more. You should, because you do work in the video game industry, so you are supposed to tell me these things, so we don't have awkward moments like this, where I'm sat here like a noob, not knowing about things that everyone else knows about. Um, random fact, Enon Zer is apparently the composer of this game, who was the composer of Dragon Age Origins, and maybe two, the, the music. Ah. Um, so that impressed me also when I quickly looked on Wikipedia. Yeah, that's cool. So really... Did he do Fallout as well? Yes. No. Yes. I think so. I think I have a track by him. I, mean, I always remember his name because yeah. it's such a cool, weird yeah. name. I think potentially we'd mention them in my soundtracks and music Most episode. Um, yeah, so no, I'm, I'm super pumped and I'm so glad that we can do top fives again so that I can learn about games yeah. because I have no 
apparently awareness of anything happening then. in the video game world. Just so this good. is this is me coming out to everyone, letting you know that I am shit at video game knowledge but and news. This is why we do this episode at the start of the year because you bring stuff that I don't I don't know coffee talk or any of those things were mm. coming out. So this is what we do. This is our exchange at the start of the year to tell you what's coming out. So yeah. now you know. So we've now done my number two, which mm. means we are kind of onto honourable mentions. Oh, exciting. Um, I have quite a lot, so I'll let you go first. I don't really. Okay. So I've got a few. I'm sure one of these will be your number one. Okay. In fact, I'd probably bet money on one of them being number one. So my one of my honourable mentions is a game that was on my 2021 release list, which <laughs> I refuse to put on my 2022 release list, which is Dying Light 2, yeah. which I'm fucking excited for. But obviously they cancelled on releasing it last year. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, not annoyed about that at all. Not bitter. Um, my other one is Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is like a Borderlands offshoot game, which looks awesome. Yeah. Oxenfree 2, which is a follow-up to Oxenfree 1, looks like a very good game. I really enjoyed the first one. Um, Senua's Saga Hellblade 2, I really enjoyed Senua's Sacrifice. Uh, the first one, that was really good, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, the Day Before, which I think might have been one of the um, apocalyptic games you were referring to earlier which looks really good. Um, also, I put a game on here, which I can't remember what it even is, but it's called The Garden Path, and I think it was cute. Oh, cute. And I think it was an indie game, but okay. I can't really remember. I added it when I was <laughs> doing something. Um, and last but not least, Breath of the Wild 2. Not on my list, because I just don't quite know what to expect, and I'm just going to end it there. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so my honourable mentions are... Uh, we'll start with kind of the indie end of it. Um, we've got Sea of Stars, which looks like a old-school RPG that somebody modern has done it's a very pixely kind of game it's really cute um one game called locomotive which is a point and click detective game set on a train it looks really funny it looks very like point and clicky um it seems like a good time mm -hmm. um i had after love ep which i mentioned to you which is set in jakarta um by that company for coffee talk um one called endling extent extinction is forever very depressing looking game where you play as a fox um who's like the last fox on earth um, in a polluted planet looks really lovely it looks really cute um, but also very depressing mm -hmm. and then some for some of the bigger games um, Forspoken um, which is like a Playstation game coming out you play as a girl just looks a bit weird and interesting um, then there's God of War Ragnarok which I didn't want to put on my list because I'm so excited for that game and I will buy it the moment it comes out but I don't know if it's going to come out this year I'm not I'm not that hopeful. Um, same with Hogwarts Legacy. Don't think it's going to come out this year, but very excited to play that. Um, a Plague's Tale Requiem, the second yes. Plague's Tale, should be coming out this year. That seems really exciting. Um, a little game called The Little Devil Inside, which is another PlayStation 1. Looks weird, very interesting um, kind of game. And also uh, Mario and Rabbids sequel mm. is coming out, and I'm very excited for that one because I really yeah. enjoyed the Mario and Rabbids games. Um, so that's my, my list of things. Okay. My number one is a game that is going to be a disappointment because it's not coming out this year. I know it's not, but I thought it was. And when I added it to my number one, um, I, a couple of days later, I found an article saying that it's not coming out in 2022, according to reports. But I don't care. I'm putting it in. I'd already decided I'm putting it in. Fine. I'm going to be hopeful and optimistic. It probably won't. But shoot me, I don't care. My number one is Dragon Age 4. Nice. I like that you're going for it. And then you're like, <laughs> Dragon Age 4 is coming out. If I wish, then maybe it'll come true. Yeah, who knows? It won't. 
If anything's to go by us mentioning any game that's potentially coming out the following year, it doesn't come out. It's a curse, I think. Yeah, I think This so. is my dying light. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm going to fucking talk about it. Who gives a shit? So, it. Dragon Age 4 is an upcoming RPG video game in development by Bioware. Um, published by EA. It's the fourth in the main game of the Dragon Age franchise, which everyone knows I love a lot. Um, and yeah, it's supposedly won't come out in 2022 and maybe arriving in 2023, but hey ho. It could be end of this year. It could be. It's a long year. It could be, but there's been so many bloody teaser trailers and stuff. So um, there was one in 2018, the Game Awards teaser trailer was released um, and there is some cool like so I really you haven't played Inquisition, have you? Still no. So, but you've played one and two. Um, I'm not obviously going to go into the back history of Dragon Age as a game. We've spoken about it a lot in the past. It would be ridiculous for me to sit here and basically tell you the story. I'm not going to. Um, so this is probably going to mostly appeal to people that have played them. I'm also going to be very careful in what I say now because obviously I don't want to spoil the game for Steph and anyone else. Um, but in some of the teaser trailers, there's some very cool things. Um, there is a dwarven art artifact uncovered by the champion of Kirkwall shown um which is to do with Dragon Age 2 that's shown um there is a uh the what we call the dread wolf doesn't give anything away um but anyone that's played it will know what I'm talking about um and there is some conversation from somebody <laughs> that says so you found me at last I suspect you have questions which very, if you know Dragon Age, if you know a... if you played Inquisition, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, so it's basically they, they really hyped it up, and there is a lot coming, and I know it's going to be so fucking good. And I'm like in suspense because I don't even remember when Inquisition was released. It was a long time ago. Long, now, to be fair. I want to say like 2014, 2015, before Andromeda. Yeah. So it's been a, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. Um, but from what we know so far from like trailers and stuff and just like general information you'll be a new protagonist so you're not going to be any of the protagonists from the old ones um it looks beautiful from what i've been from what i've read and seen mm -hmm. um but apparently the series is getting further away from ferelden and we are potentially going to be going to tavinta which is a um, kind of like an uncharted re region of Thedas, the world of Dragon Age. It's not really mm. somewhere that we've gone. We hear about it a lot. Right. Um, it's Tindle. meant to be quite a like a glamorous, kind of colourful, magical place. Um, very magic-y, I think. I think there's a lot of like magic roots there. Right. So we're kind of leaving the brown and grey <laughs> Ferelden <laughs> forest and going to Vinter supposedly. Um, which is cool. And the other thing they mentioned about this new protagonist is that they are apparently trying to get away from uh, the sea. The, in the other games, you're kind of either like a, a hero that's been sort of told in tales slash someone that's gained a power. And I, there's a very like, this one they're trying to do it so you're, you're more someone that's insignificant. Yeah. You're an inconsequential hero that rises to position of power as opposed to being so it's kind of closer to origins where it was like you yeah. were somebody and then obviously you grew and yeah. then you kind of grew into somebody as you kind of went along supposedly because in right. inquisition it's very it's it, inquisition is a bit of a complicated one without spoiling it but you're you're much grander if that makes sense so this one is yeah. meant to potentially be more like origins so depending on obviously what story you picked in origins it's supposed to basically you're going to be more of like a little hero yeah take, take yeah. it down to your roots yeah exactly yeah um and the other interesting thing is 
they they were speculating multiplayer. Now, anyone that obviously knows any kind of Bioware game that coming from a game that wasn't originally really multiplayer, hears the word multiplayer and goes, yeah. oh, hell no, after Anthem and all that bollocks. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there was talk of something like a heist-heavy, smaller-scope adventure with, like, Tevinter spies and you'd have the opportunity to influence other characters and have, like, this sort of multiplayer live world journey and I, it, it didn't seem like a good thing. However, in February 2021, um, it was confirmed that now the game will be exclusively single player. So although that this was spoken about and like there was potentially going to be reports of it, they have kind of canceled that saying fuck. And it has been revised now as an entirely single player game, which is good nice. because Bioware, you're just, you're single player games. That's what you do best. Yeah. Your single player Stick narrative you know. games, it works. No one ever said it didn't. Like, if you want to put multiplayer mode in it, go for it. Yeah. But, like, just, yeah. You you start making Dragon Age multiplayer or Mass Effect multiplayer, then we're going to have to have words. So. Nice. Yeah. The thing with Dragon Age is I'm always excited for when the new ones come out because they always look really cool. I'm not excited enough to play it. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm, well. Yeah, no, not excited <laughs> enough to play it. I think because I'm so behind, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't actually play 2, so I... You don't need I've to. seen bits of 2, and I've watched someone play through most of 2. But I think because I haven't done it, I go, like, oh, I'm so far behind, I might not know what's going on in 3, and that's why I've never pricked it up. But I saw 4 coming out, and I get excited. I think I also get excited by proxy, because I see you get excited, and I'm like, oh, but I'm, I want to get into this. Isn't games. Inquisition on Game Pass? It is, and I... I think I tried to play it recently and I didn't have the attention span for Well, you're going to have taking to. It on. I'm going to have to force you. Yeah, I think you are. Uh, because you'll love it, honestly. It's, you don't need to play 2 because you're a different protagonist. Yeah. Yeah, some events have happened. But to be honest, you don't even need to play 1 to understand really the events no. of Inquisition. I'll be, I'll be real. It's a separate thing. It's nice. You'll know the history and that's fine. But yeah, it is a separate thing. It, may, it means it's nice when you find like a character you've met before. But if you played 1... Generally, you'll be fine. So, yeah, I think you'll love it. And it still looks beautiful now. Inquisition still holds up well. Um, and you're going to need to play Inquisition before you play 4. This is the thing. Like, Inquisition is 100% a, a prequel. It's, like, the closest connection. Oh, yeah. So it really follows on. Like, they, they left Inquisition on such a cliffhanger. Right. Which is okay. why I've been, like, dying inside. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. That's why I'm still dying inside now. Because it's apparently not coming out this year. Mm. Maybe so. I won't die this year because I don't want to be on the same dying plane as oh, you I'm about sh- this. It will probably be, I want to say maybe early 2023. I think yeah. I think it can't be later than that. But I feel like if it was coming out this year, we would have maybe known a bit more. But I, I can't remember how Bioware really act in regards to their releasing. They're a bit weird in their development cycle. They're known for their thing they call Bioware Magic, which is basically where they crunch to high hell oh, yeah. the very last piece of the game. Um, and that's where it all comes together and that's where things so I think they are they don't do it in a smart way because they don't do it because they're hiding info they just don't have as much polish on the game and so I don't think they show it to people early on it's literally in that last bit that they polish it up and make it into the game that it actually is and it looks so they don't release a lot beforehand because just don't have it like they're not it's not a it's not a smart move development wise um but you know, yeah. it could be that they pull it together randomly towards the end of the year and then start showing stuff. So it's a possibility, but yeah. who knows? Well, I think the person who, because I literally read this article, it came out a week ago. I didn't see it until too late. Um, someone who actually works at Bioware was like, 
<laughs> it's not coming out this year. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. They know um, where they are. Uh, yeah. Which, if it was just speculation, I'd be like, me, you never know. But I, yeah. But, you know, I don't give a f- Shoot me. I put it in there. Hey, I've done it. We'll put it in for optimism sake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I just, I could have put something else in, but. I'm stubborn. I'm a yeah. stubborn mule. So that's my number one. <laughs> that's fair. That's a good... I think it's a good number one. I think that's a very you number one. As it number is. one for me is very me. Can what I guess? my number one, Nikki? <laughs> Yours is Breath of the Wild 2. It is Breath of the Wild I knew it would be. I think that's why I was like, I'm not putting it, I'm not putting it in. Nintendo <laughs> have said that it's coming out this year in a trailer. So I'm I'm going that they're going to stick to it. Um, I'm also hopeful because, it, because it's a sequel... And they've said that the game is set in the world of Breath of the Wild um, 1. That basically they don't have as much work to do because it, I think they're reusing Breath of the Wild 1. So they're using the base set mm. of like world that they've got it in. Um, they have said though they are extending into the skies. So there is going to be new content. Like Skyward like Sword. This. Yeah, so they're going upward. So if you watch a bit of the trailer, you can see it. Um, Link does this very odd thing where he turns into a gloopy puddle and comes out the bottom of a stone. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's That's weird. fucking weird. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about this. Some magical power is happening. Um, but uh, Link gets weird magic powers out of nowhere sometimes, and this is just a thing. I don't know. I'm with. not sure turning into a puddle is something I would have ever imagined for Link. But uh, it's not. It's weird. It's not quite puddly, but you'll get it. Um, but yeah, they basically have said that there's a lot of little leftover ideas and stuff that they wanted to put in the original that they now have been able to use. Um, I think they've added a couple new mechanics and things like this to it. I know that there's in the trailer again, um, you know you have almost like the stop time mechanic um, mm-hmm. that you can do. I think there's now a reverse time one. So it's the same thing where you send a boulder back up a hill, I think is the example they've shown. So instead of it just pausing the boulder on the hill, it so reverses it. So now Bernard's Bernard from Bernard's Watch. Yes. Link is now Bernard from Bernard's Watch. No one's going to understand the reference unless you lived in the UK around the sort of but late 90s. But those who will get it will be fucking ecstatic. <laughs> um, yeah, they've said the closest thing they think that it's going to be is um, the kind of relation of um, Ocarina to Majora. See, I was thinking this because there's never really been a sequel well I say that there has sort of been sequels but not to the big not to the big games because even Majora's Mask you could question whether that was a sequel prequel whatever like you could you could question that yeah but this feels more like a sequel than anything that ever has because it's got two in the name yeah they've never done a two no. of anything that's why I'm weirded out and that's why I'm like I, I'm not touching it yeah at this point no that's fair um, they've said it also follows on from that comparison because it will be slightly darker than the original they will I'm they are by going a slightly more darker I route like by a dark timeline I think similar to kind of the dark version of say it goes more um, Twilight Princess mm-hmm. realm versus what I would call Breath of the Wild being more like Ocarina realm you know what I mean you have mm-hmm. those two lines of the the timeline and you kind of sit in either one can i ask you a question sure. when you were speaking about this whole like engine and map thing does this mean that the whole landscape the whole area is going to be the same so the way that they've said it is that they re they reuse part of it um it will utilize the game original game's world but with a new story and new gameplay elements and they go into the sky i feel about that I think the thing will be is that they will the base will be the same but not I don't think it's going to be carbon copy literally like mm. everything that just is like where a DLC, it is doesn't it? 
Yes. I think it's more going to be a case of everything is in a similar layout to where everything is, but I think you'll find a lot of stuff has changed. Mm, I think okay. time has going to have done something because there's always time-esque things in okay. Zelda. There's always, I think the darker timeline thing Dark will come timeline. in. You don't actually know how long or the time between the two. They don't actually know, they haven't even said like what, why there is a sequel, mm. like what is caused this thing. You get a little bit of a clue of Ganon comes back, but Ganon's always back. Like mm. Ganon's always doing some shit. Breath of the Wild 2020. Yes. Um... <laughs> Basically, yeah, like dark, said, dark, dark time. The main difference the will be that you're in the sky a bit, similar to Skyward okay. Sword stuff. So I think there might be a case of, you know, down, the down floor bit isn't necessarily where you hang out a lot of the time. Intrigued, but also sceptical. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I think the thing is, I just, I loved Breath of the Wild so much um, and the way that it played and the running around. So again, it's kind of similar to what we were saying about Coffee Talk, right? It's like, I don't really care if they don't change that much to it. Yeah. Or the world is the same. If there's a new bit of story to do and there's m- yeah, new thing to fair. go and do, I'm quite happy with that. I mean, they're Nintendo. They they're gonna pull it out of the bag. Like no matter what they do, I think they they're not the sort of people to just rehash an old game. Like they will. I I need to have more faith. My my faith is broken. Mm. I feel like from a, from a lot of uh like sequels and stuff. But no, I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it will be good. I'm sure it will be good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, I'm skeptical with you in the sense of I don't think it's going to be the game that Breath of the Wild was and I feel like mm. it's going to be quite the same impact and hit it can't be because it's not yeah. it's not so different but I do like I said I do feel like I'll enjoy it because it's much of the same and for me that's fine and if fine. you like that same then that's fine yeah it's yeah. like all of the, the Zelda games right it's like there are different types I think of Zelda game and some people were never interested in the open world 3D ones. They're mostly always do the smaller kind of 2D or top-down kind of ones that are more centric puzzled. And so for them, more of those kind of things are great. And for me, I'm more of the open world ocarina kind of based people. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So it, it, I think it just depends what Zelda camp you're in most why of the time. Does, why does Link in this picture from Breath of the Wild 2 look like he's just jumping from, like, Athens? He's like, yeah. he's like I'm Rome Link. He's got long hair, hasn't he? He's got long hair, but he's also wearing gladiator shoes and like a um, a white. I mean, the fashion of Link. What? Yeah, but he does. He does look like he's just come out of like Greece, ancient yeah. Greek. Greece. I mean, they might be going for that vibe. I s- it's a good look. I just, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you. There's, there's obviously quite a long trailer for like gameplay and stuff, but there's not, um, there's not a lot about the story yet. Yeah shown so well we shall see so yeah. there's no date yet no it just says this year but it did say this year last year so that was e3 trailer that they released in summer so hopefully early part of this year we'll get a date okay well so we i'm were... hopeful because there's a date on the trailer that was the only reason i included it was because it said 2022 in the trailer we are hopeful for our number ones yeah. you're also more likely to release before mine so you know we Who did knows? it we did it I know another year begun of gaming. Oh yeah, I'm excited to see what comes out this year and actually comes out. And as always, there will be some prize, like some surprise games in there that we don't hear about until they're literally released on upon us, like the week before or something. Or if you're like anything like me, you just won't even know, yeah. even if everyone else knows. 
And then you'll just be like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. And something will come up through the indie circuits that no one's oh, looked yeah. at yet, you know? Someone will the thing something. is, I was looking through, like, so much, like, oh, indie games coming out in 2022 and all this kind of stuff. And there's just so many, like, I couldn't even get through all of them. Um, but I, do, I did really enjoy looking. Um, yeah. And from what I did see, there looks like there's some really good shit coming. And triple A's, too. Like, there is some good triple A's coming. Yeah. But, yeah. And there'll be some triple, even triple A's that we won't have got heard of Anna, maybe we'll get Dying Light 2 who knows Dragon Age and Dying Light 2 in one year what a time you'll have it's not gonna happen no it's fine we can be optimistic we can be optimistic yeah. um yeah good lists I think good it's always lists. an interesting one it's exciting it gets me really pumped to go mm. play more games I also like doing this list because we haven't played the game so we don't have to be like you know all smart about it yeah there's no disappointment here we're just like here's a game that's coming out i saw a picture it looked nice yeah i'm excited (laughs) to play this game yay it's all very like positive and happy it's not well that was shit well no it wouldn't be shit if it's on our list would it oh yeah we're putting (laughs) top five shittest games of all time we have done some shit ones have we oh we've done overrated yeah that's true that was yeah everyone hated us after that but it's fine it's all good anyway we will hopefully see you soon um as we said we're going to try and release monthly uh, or you know two weekly if you're lucky yeah we um we shall fingers crossed to be able to stick to our promise yeah this is the year of steph's got her five minutes a day i've got my five minutes of something productive (laughs) so podcast might be get five minutes every month that's fine that's all good who cares um, but yeah, this has been lovely. Um, if you want to check us out, any other episodes, you can find us at gametill5.com. There'll be, is that the website address? That is the perfect okay, website address. <laughs> it's like it's been a while. Yeah. Don't even know our own go website. To, go at to gametill5.com. If you want to leave us a review, you can do that somewhere, probably on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Spotify, we appreciate wherever. that. I don't know. Can you, you can't even leave reviews on Spotify. I am so shit at podcasting Just now. Like <laughs> We also um, have beanies for sale. It is cold still. We're going to put bean. them on Twitter soon because yes. you've probably forgotten where they even are. So, yeah, beanies. Um, we'll, we'll share that. It is on the website, gamesive.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter as well. Do those things. I don't know how to run a podcast anymore. You've done a good job. You remembered all of the social things. Just in a weird order. In a weird order. <laughs> And you weren't sure of yourself, but that's fine. We're going to build up the confidence again as the year goes on. We're going to bring it back. 2022 is our year. We're going to get a house and move into it. Yeah, podcast returns. Five minutes a day of productivity. Score. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.